Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to the Harlan Highway. We are on the air. Don't forget the new format. We're only doing one podcast a week now due to my busy schedule, so it'll be every Monday. I'll try and do them a bit longer than normally, but the very least, you'll have a podcast to get you through the week. So uh, today, we got a great show. Uh, we got a very crazy news story about, uh, it's, it's almost, I'll just use one word, Frankenstein. It's very interesting. So uh, you want to stick around for the uh, the crazy news story. Also, we have uh, Boy George, pop idol from the 80s. Boy George is calling in. Let's see what Boy George has to say. Um, well, you know, who, who knows what that nuts up to. Also, the Harland Highway question of the day. We're going to be uh, asking an important question. And then uh, we're going to start the show off with something very interesting. I was walking down the street and, uh, you know, some woman, some lady just started screaming at the top of her lungs and ranting and yelling and and yours truly decided to uh, to record the conversation or you know, record the screaming. So we're going to start the show with a screamer right out of the gate. So uh, put your earmuffs on, put your face brace on. This is the Harland Highway. Put on your seatbelts. It's about to get bumpy. Oh, how perfectly awful. I get my kids above the waistline, sunshine. When will they take the bandages off? We don't know who we are. We don't know where we are. You're riding down the Harland Highway. Let us out of here! Please! Let me tell you, you're starting something here that that's what you should be frightened of. Oh, fuck yeah, bud! Just leave us alone. Sit down, strap in, and shut up. What's going on? What's the matter? I thought maybe if I could kill him, I could make him stop. My mother never breastfed me. She told me she liked me as a friend. Who are we? This is the Harland Highway. What? It's the Harland Highway. It's, it's a cookbook. Oh, yeah, there's some screaming right there. She's screaming. And speaking of screaming, well, why don't we start the podcast with a screamer? Um, as you know, I'm, I'm kind of interested in, and not in a patronizing or cruel way, I am just fascinated with people that are out in public. And let's be honest, a lot of time it's homeless people or people who might be on medications or... Or who knows why they're out in the street screaming. But I'm just fascinated, you know, as, as, a, as a race of people, of human beings, most of us are not comfortable at raising our voices out in public. Most of us are, are very docile. Most of us are very polite. Uh, sometimes if, if someone's inebriated, like a businessman or a, or a, or a football chick or something, you know, there can be some screaming, but it's, it's rare for the average person just to be wandering down the street yelling. And so very often, a lot of times it's the mentally ill and it's people that, that have issues and have, have addictions and, and I find it fascinating and again, not in a cruel way. I just find it very interesting when people yell out. And so uh, throughout the course of this podcast, I've always kind of made it my mission that if I'm in proximity to said screamer, uh, 
Street Screamer, I hit the record button on my phone and I like to document it. Because a lot of times, you know, they're, they're saying stuff that, that the average mind, that the sane mind, the, the mind that thinks cohesively and coherently would not string these types of thoughts together, would not create these sentences, would not come up with this kind of dialogue. And so when you hear a screamer, I'm amazed. It, it, it's like almost like if, if I was listening to a, a, a poet or a writer who had a, a knack to, of putting words together in a way that was so poetic and so, you know, mesmerizing. And, and I think you have to have a certain skill or a certain talent to do that. And what I find with, with people that are just so free and ranting in the streets, I find that there's a certain uninhibitedness to them. I find there's a certain freedom. I feel like they're yelling stuff that maybe some of us want to yell or would never have the courage to yell or or they're making stuff up on the spot. They're, they're issuing sentences that the human mouth has never spoken before. And so uh, for no other reason, I'm just, I have a human curiosity to people that yell. I always have. Even as a kid, I always wanted to get close to the screaming homeless guy just to hear what he or she said. And so during the course of this podcast, I've, I've, I've put a few screamers. I just press record on my phone. And here's one. Uh, I was in uh, some city on my travels. And, uh, and then this person, you'll hear, somehow busted me. She figured out while she was screaming about her vagina that I was recording her, which I find mystifying. So here it is. Uh, we got us a screamer on the street. Have a listen. He's using my phone to call the cops, by the way. Who's that? You want to call Tyrone? Because you can't use my phone. Oh, hi, Rihanna. I'm going to hound you and tell you to leave town. You were raping people under the bridge. This is my area, he said. Who the fuck does he think my vagina belongs to? This is my fucking vagina. He's fired. He got in his fucking goddamn fenced-in area and stopped following me. Not following you. I'm you walking are following down the me. You're fucking recording me on your fucking I'm phone. Not recording anything. Bullshit. Ha. I don't know how she figured that one out, but she was totally right. Somehow she knew. But at the same time. Knowing that I was recording her, I think she put on a bit of a show. So at the end of the day, I think she enjoyed it. We certainly found out about her vagina a little bit. What the hell was that all about? Whoa. So there you go. Walking in the streets. We got us a screamer. Wow, right? You can still hear her going on in the background, man. Like, she, you know, she was like streets away and you can still hear her screaming. Uh, but yeah, I find that interesting. It was, I mean, I don't know what she was going on about. 
Uh, but she was like pointing to her crotch area. And then, you know, I wasn't doing anything peculiar with my phone. I mean, how often do you see people just walking down the street holding their cell phone in their hand, right? And that's what I was doing. I was very incognito. I was just kind of walking down the street nonchalantly in in the same proximity as her as she was walking. And my my arm was down, my my phone was in my hand. I was I did not have my phone sticking out. I was not holding it in a kind of obvious manner. And I found it very interesting that she was perceptive enough to deduce that A, I was following her because I was merely just walking down the sidewalk with everyone else, and B, that she somehow suspected that I had my phone on record because, I, as I said, I was very inconspicuous. So, uh, so that also tells me that maybe she was putting on a bit of a display because if she knew my phone was recording and she thought I was following her, you know, why, why, why all the screaming and the yelling? So that was a, that was an interesting one, man. And uh, as as fate would have it, as I was walking around, you know, I went on a long walk that day. I ended up down by a river and by a an art outdoor art fair and all this and that. And you know, like an hour later, guess who's over at the art fair screaming and yelling? And I'm like, okay. But uh, there you go. Just uh, thought an interesting way to start the show with a. Uh, a random screamer. The Harland Highway. Crazy news story. That's weird. Wow. That's strange stuff. Oh yeah. This this story could be crazy, or maybe it's it's not so crazy. Uh maybe this is a story that's long overdue. Maybe. Maybe this makes more sense than anything. When you hear it, when you hear the headline, you're going to go, oh, my God, that's crazy. But then when you start to think about the applications, you'll be like, wait a minute, maybe I want one of those. So here you decide. Here's the headline. It's pretty crazy. Italian doctor says world's first human head transplant imminent. Hello. Yeah, you heard me right. Head transplant. Lurtle nerds and blood snurdles. Here's the story. An Italian doctor announced Friday that he will soon perform the world's first human head transplant in China because medical communities in the United States and Europe would not permit the controversial procedure, Frankenstein. Uh, the doctor says the Americans did not understand, said Sergio Canvero, as he was doing a news conference in Vienna. Canvero said the Chinese government and a Chinese doctor partnering with him on the procedure would confirm the surgery's date within days to signal its goal of becoming a world leader in all fields, including medicine. President Zing, or whatever his name is in China, I can't read these names, President XI, okay, that's a Roman numeral, so why is a Chinese guy got a Roman numeral for a name? Uh, he said he wants to restore China to greatness. He wants to make it the sole superpower in the world. I believe he is doing it, Canvero said. 
Well, I guess if you've got a uh, an army of youthful soldiers, right, that never grow old because every time your your soldiers start to age, you you just plop a new body on their head, then I guess you might be the biggest superpower in the world because you've got like this this endlessly youthful army, right? I, I mean, uh, you know, your soldiers would never get old. Anytime they got old, they, they just plop a new body on them. And how about you guys? You know, this is what I said earlier. Would, would you go for it if, if your doctor came to, came to you one day and said, uh, you know, uh, Ed, uh, you know, you're 70 years old. You've probably got, you know, between two and uh, eight years left to live. Uh, and after that, you know, your body's, uh, if you live to be in your 80s and your 90s, your body's going to slow down. You'll have trouble walking. You'll have bad knees, bad hips, bad back, bad shoulders, bad neck, bad posture. Uh, you won't be able to get an erection, blah, 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 blah. But how would you like the body of a 19-year-old college kid? I mean, would you say no to that? Right? And then, and then let's say, uh, you know, you could stay uh, in your 20s, 30s, and 40s for like uh, the next five, six, seven, eight, nine cycles. Right, your your brain stays uh, fresh and intact. All the knowledge you've gained, all the things you've learned in life, all your experiences, all your stories—they're still there. And, and you get a fresh new body every thirty years. Would you say no to that? I don't know, man. I don't think I would. I'd I'd definitely try it, bros. Brosephs and bro brosephiosuses. If that—that's a girl version of a bro. Um, so I don't know, man. I think this, this could be uh really cool, but let, let's, uh, read more into this story. He says, uh, Canervo would not divulge the identity of the Chinese donor or recipient. The donor will be the healthy body of a brain dead patient matched for the build with a recipient recipient's disease-free head. God, this just sounds creepy, doesn't it? I mean, I mean, that's the stigma. It sounds creepy. Canevro estimates the procedure will cost up to a hundred million and involves several dozen surgeons and other specialists. Wow. Remember when we were kids, we used to watch the $6 million man. Now we got the $100 million man or men. I guess, is, is it plural now? If, if you have one person's head and another man's body, does that make you a them? Because there's two of you? Are you an us instead of a you? Uh, so here, here the doctor says he will simultaneously sever the spinal cords of the donor and the recipient with a diamond blade to protect the recipient's brain from immediate death before it is attached to the body. It will be cooled to a state of deep hypothermia. Ooh, so your, your, your head will be like frozen. And then they'll cut your your spinal cord with a diamond blade. 
And then it says the recipient and donor will be in a sitting position to facilitate what's expected to be the more than 24 hours of laborious work to separate and then reconnect vertebral bones, jugular veins, the trachea, esophagus, and other neck structures. Machines will help the recipient breathe, pumping blood through the body. The patient will be kept in a drug-induced coma for an unspecified recovery time. Wow. How weird would that be, bros? They cut your head off. They cut two heads off and then just zip them over to the other body and they reconnect your, 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 your spine, your throat, your, your jugular veins. And I guess the big question is, would all the nerves reconnect? Would they all, would everything have feeling? Michael Sara, former surgeon at the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota, and the editor of the journal Surgery, said Canervo's procedure is radical. He says doctors have always been taught that when you cut a nerve, the downstream side, the part that takes a signal and conducts it to somewhere else, dies. The upstream side, the part that generates the signal, dies back a little, a millimeter or two, and eventually regrows. As long as that downstream channel is still there, it can regrow through that channel, but only for a length of about a foot. This is why I said if you amputate your wrist and then reimplant it and line the nerves up well, you can recover function in your hand. But if your arm gets amputated at the shoulder, it won't be reimplanted because it will never lead to a functional hand. Okay, so there's what I was just talking about with the with the nerve stuff. What Canvera will do differently is bathe the ends of the nerves in a solution that stabilizes the membranes and puts them back together. The nerves will be fused but won't regrow. And he'll do this not in the peripheral nerves such as you find in the arm, but in the spinal cord where there's multiple types of nerve channels. Okay, this is getting very, you know, detailed and very, you know, medical. But I'm going to keep reading because it's so fascinating. There has been some success using Canvero's proposed technique on mice and dogs. In one example, a dog walked after six weeks, albeit with an awkward gait. Based on the classic thinking about how nerves regenerate, it was unbelievable. Canavero said his team has rehearsed his technique with human cadavers in China, but there are otherwise no known human trials. He said the 18 operation on two corpses showed it was possible to reconnect the spinal cord and blood vessels. Before the full transplant takes takes place, two brain-dead patients will undergo the surgery. Most medical experts say it's a long shot, but even if the operation works, the biggest obstacle may not be the science itself, but whether it should happen at all. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is uh, you know, this is like Frankenstein stuff, man. Right? It's pretty, pretty crazy. 
Some doctors are saying there's too many risks at this point to go ahead with it. We don't have enough data with animal models, sufficient published and peer-reviewed results, and particular data about morbidity and mortality on the animals that have had the procedure. So there you go, man. I mean, you know, we had heart transplants. We had lung transplants, and they talk about it in the story here. They say the first heart transplant, hand transplant, facial transplant, all were met with serious reservations. They're absolutely regulatory concerns. China does not have the same ethical standards and requirements that the U.S. and Europe have. She added that there were major unanswered questions about the recipient if the surgery succeeds, such as whether he or she would have legal rights to children produced by the new body. It's not just about the head adjusting to the new body. We might be dealing with a whole new person. Wow, that's something you didn't think about, I bet, right? I mean, holy smokes. So, uh, I mean, you know, everything starts somewhere. I mean, people going to the moon, people getting heart transplants. And uh, at some point, you know, this is, this is probably a valid surgery that could save millions and millions of people and, and you know, give us extended lives. I don't know. You going to do it, man? I don't know. I'd probably try it. I'd give it a try just so we could, you know, keep doing the Harland Highway for another 70 years. But uh, I'll let you decide, man. So there you go. Crazy, crazy news story. Now, to be certain that I have this straight, I'll re-recapitulate. What? Oh, cool. Wait, someone's calling in about the uh, the head transplant story? Awesome. Okay. Good. So someone someone was listening, and they're calling in right now? Okay, put them through. Uh, hopefully it's a doctor. Hopefully it's a medical person, because uh, I really want to talk more about this, this procedure. And, uh, yeah, put them through right now. This will be good. Here we go. A live phone call from someone who was just listening to the uh, head transplant story. Put them through, Rog. Hello? Hello? Roger, what is that music? No, it's not. No, I, I thought we had a doctor. I do not want to talk to boy George. Hello, Holland. Oh, God. What are you doing calling, boy? It's boy George, okay? Let's get that straight. Right out of the fucking gate, all right? What? Why are you calling? We just did a whole news story on on something medical, and it was a, a breakthrough procedure. I, I don't have time to talk to you. Oh, look at you, Mr. I am mighty. Hey, Alan, you can't talk to old boy George, right? But you can talk to anyone else, eh? It's not I don't want to talk to you, George. It's just... It's boy fighting George. You know what? I'm going to come down there with a fucking toilet plunger and put it on your face and plunge your fucking face so it looks like your fucking face looks like a fucking zebra just farted a hay fart. A hay fart? That's right. What the hell are you phoning for? Well, I was listening to your story about, you 
know, the, the, the head thing. Yeah, the head thing, so? So I like a little head, Arlen. What? What do you mean you like a little head? Well, I like a little head on, on me on me shoulder. What what are you talking about, George? It's boy fighting George, alright? Get it right, Arlen, or I'm gonna come down there with a bag of fucking potatoes and smash you in the fucking face with them until they're mashed potatoes. You got me, you fucking knob goblin fucktard? Listen, relax. Why are you phoning in? Well, I figure if, you know, they can put another head on a bloke, then, uh, you know, maybe these, these daughters can help me, Arlen. Oh, and how could they help you, boy, George? Oh, look, you got it that time, eh? Just, what? You, why would they help you? Well, as you know, Arlen, I got little piggies. What? I got little piggies. You ever heard of a pet pig? Yeah, I've heard of a pet pig. What do you mean you've got you've got some pet pigs? Yes, that's right, Arlen. I got six little piggies. Okay, what the, what does that got to do with anything? Well, if you let me finish, maybe I can bleed and tell you, Arlen. Always jumping all over me like a trampoline at a fucking mental institution. I'm not like a trampoline at a mental institution. What does that even mean? What I'm trying to tell you is I've got six little piggies. Okay. You've got six little piggies. Whoopie-doo. What has that got to do with the head transplant? Well, I'd like to get a titty transplant, wouldn't I then, eh, Harlan? A what? You earned me a titty transplant. What is a titty transplant? Well, I've got two titties, right? I'm assuming, yes. Well, what if I was able to get six more for a total of eight? A, what, a total of what? A total of eight titties. What? Eight titties? Why would you want eight titties? Because if I could have eight titties on me belly, right, then I could lay down on the ground and feed all me little piggies. What the hell? That's right. Imagine all me little piggies coming. There's boy George laying on the living room floor, topless, right? He's got all his titties hanging out, and here comes all boy George's little piggies. And they're, and they're sucking on me titties. Right, they're just sucking up. Hold on! What? Would you, would you knock it off? What's the matter with you then? You don't like little piggies? What I don't like is you making my audience picture you with six titties rolling around on your living room floor. Right. With, with live piglets. Okay. Running up to your chest because you have six titties implanted on you, and they're suckling on your on your titties like like a barn animal. That's right, Arlen. And this way, I could feed them all at once, and they could have the comfort of knowing that. Stop it! Just stop it. Okay, that that's not that's not a scientific advancement. Okay, the head transplant thing 
is a scientific advancement. Why are you yelling so much, Harlan? Jesus Christ, you sound like a fucking train driving through a tunnel with a fucking bag full of fucking kittens on the roof. Well, you're getting me upset. I'm t- I do a story on a serious topic, and you're, you're, you're using this surgery for your own self-indulgent purposes to, to feed your piggies? Oh, look at you. Well, look at you, an animal hater, eh, Harlan? I'm not an animal hater. Well, then why do you want to see me piggies starve to death, eh? I don't want your piggies to starve to death. It certainly sounds like it because I was talking about feeding all me little piggies. They come running up to the daddy's chest. Boy George got his eight little titties hanging out and the little piggies run off. They're sighing and grunting and hoinking and... Stop it! Just stop it with the noises. Oh, look at you, eh? Who would have known, eh? Mr. Big Shot Podcaster, eh? The, the host and MC of the Island Highway. Look at that. And a piggy hater. I'm not a piggy hater. It certainly sounds like you ate them to me when they're coming to feed on me titties. Stop! Stop! Don't! Stop it! Holy God, what is wrong with you, bro? Look, Arlen, I'm just trying to make life pleasant for my little piggies when I come home and have a long day of singing in the studio. Oh, like you're singing anymore, George. It's boy fighting George, all right? I'm going to... You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to rent a fighting hang glider, jump off a cliff and fly it right up your fat fighting ass. Watch your mouth. Now, you're not getting a titty transplant for your little piggies. Well, you at least say the names. What do you mean? Well, you just call them piggies like they're pieces of garbage. You can at least get, say the names. What do you mean? I don't know your piggies' names. Well, how about Wiggly, Woggly, Waggly, Curly, Whirly, and David? What? You heard me, Arlen. Now say the names. I'm not saying your stupid piggies' names. And I want you to, when you're saying the names, picture them sighing on my titties. Now stop it. I'm not saying piggly, wiggly, jiggly, curly, whirly. And David. Stop. David. Why would you name one David? I ran out of rhymes, Arlen. You know what? I'm trying to do a show, and I don't have time to be wasting my listeners' valuable time, okay, on you talking about getting titty implants so you can suckle your piglets. Oh, look at you, eh? Mr. I am mighty. Well, you know what? Maybe I'll get an extra ding-dong implanted, and you can kneel down and suckle on that, you dirty bastard. What did you just say? 
You heard me. I'm going to have a double ding-dong, and you can kneel down and dingle-dangle it on your fucking... Get out of here! Ding-dong Get Hang up on... God! Roger! I don't even... You know what? If someone else phones in, I don't even want to talk to them. I'm done. I'm done with this segment. I'm I'm pissed. This guy's insane. He's t- talking about the, the pigs sucking on his... Ay, ay, ay. Unreal. Let's do a commercial. I need a, I need a moment. I need a moment, and then we'll come back. Unbelievable. Play a commercial, Roger. Jesus. For my feminine itching, I depend on Vagisil Cream to stop it instantly. And for a painful, burning itch, I get maximum strength Vagisil for even stronger relief. There's Vagisil Cream and maximum strength. The Harlan Highway question of the day. Okay, here it is. And, uh, you know, Thanksgiving just passed. I hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, You know, spending time with the loved ones and enjoying some delicious and turkey and some stuffing. But uh, here's the Harlan Highway question of the day. And it occurred to me during Thanksgiving... Um, you know, at Christmas, we have like Christmas TV shows and Christmas movies. We have the Grinch that stole Christmas. We have Rudolph, the red nosed reindeer. We have Frosty, the snowman. We have, uh, a Christmas story, the movie. We have National Lampoon's, uh, uh, you know, Christmas movie. We have, it's a wonderful life. You know what I mean? We have we have all these kind of traditional movies, and then at Halloween we've got the Charlie Brown Halloween, and we've got movies like that. But but I was thinking at uh, at Thanksgiving, I can't really think of a go to like you know like a uh, a traditional Thanksgiving like TV special or movie that kind of you know. One of those go-to things where we all have to sit around and watch it together when we're with our families. And I feel like that's a bit of an empty void. It's a bit of an empty spot during the holiday. And so the Harland Highway question of the day is, does anyone know of, of a, like a traditional Thanksgiving uh, piece of entertainment that, uh, you know, people do across the country. And I'm not talking about what you do with your family. I'm sure every family has their own little thing, but but there has to be something that's 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 done by everybody. The way uh you know, you you have uh, the Christmas movies and the Christmas specials and the Halloween special and all that. So I don't know if anybody out there uh knows um, let me know. We we, we want to hear if there's a, a special dedicated Thanksgiving piece of entertainment that people do. I, I, I think if, if it hasn't been done, someone needs to do it, man. So that's the Harland Highway question of the day for you right there. And I think we'll, we'll end the show right there with the Thanksgiving mystery Harland Highway question of the day. The Harland Highway question of the day. All right. Uh, So let's get to some announcements. By the way, I just want to mention to you guys, oh my God, all the people who are loving my Puppy Dog Pals animated cartoon on Disney Junior, 
I've been getting all kinds of uh, Twitter and and Facebook posts. Uh, people are buying the Puppy Dog Pals toys for their kids for Christmas, and I got to say, they really are cute, uh, adorable toys, and, and I would be proud to give them to my kid if I had any kids. So I guess at the end of the day, the, the puppies, Rolly and Bingo, that I created for the show are my kids. Uh, but if you do have little kids and you want to get them a really fun, sweet little toy, uh, you know, Rolly and Bingo are the, the puppies from my show, and they're two little pugs. One's a, a brown one and one's a black one, and... They're just adorable. You can find all the merchandise online at the Disney store, at Target.com, at Walmart.com, at Toys R Us.com, at uh, you know, Amazon.com. And you can go to some of these physical stores too and just pick them up in person. But uh, I hope you uh, you if you're looking for a gift for your for your youngins. You'll think about getting them some puppy dog uh, pal stuff because I think it'll really warm their heart and and give them a snuggly little friend to have. Uh, so there you go. Also, uh, you know, I thought I had the whole month of December off. Like I didn't have any comedy gigs booked. I was like, okay, I'm at the end of my tour at the end of November. I'm done. And then my my agents call me and go, listen, Arlen, I know you you, you know you kind of wanted to take it easy for December, but we got these great clubs and these great offers. And I said, well, I doubt I'll do them, but what are they? And they go, well, there's the Parlor Live in Seattle, Washington. And I went, oh, really? Come on. And they're like, yeah. And I like, I can't say no to that club. It's a great comedy club, the Parlor Live in. Uh, in Bellevue, in uh, just outside of Seattle, Washington. So I'm going to be doing that in mid-December. That's going to be the parlor December 14th to the 16th. And then uh, next week, um, it's going to be, well, it's actually, I guess it's, when is it? I guess it's, I guess it's, yeah, it's going to be, uh, well, I guess it's, what is it? I guess it's next week. Yeah, it's going to be, uh, Orlando, Florida at the Improv. Uh, it's going to be uh, December 8th through 10th, 8, 9, and 10, Orlando, Florida. And uh, that th- these just came up out of nowhere. And then for New Year's, I thought I was going to have New Year's off. And another one of my favorite clubs called and said, Hey, Harlan, how would you like to come and play New Year's Eve? And I'm like, okay. So now I'm in Salt Lake City, Utah at Wise Guys. December 29th, 30th, and 31st. Uh, they opened a new club in Salt Lake City in, in a place called Jordan or West Jordan, which is just right, right on the edge of the city there. And I'll be doing uh, Wise Guys there. So uh, come on out and spend New Year's with the kid, man. This is just crazy. So, so I went from having no gigs in December to like three so it's going to be a busy December for moi. But uh, that's okay. You know, it's a good time of year to bring the mirth and the merriment to folks, right? So we're going to do it. We're going to do it, baby. Uh, so there you go. Also, uh, don't forget to get our app. Uh, we have a, an app on your cell phone. Just type in the Harland Highway in your app store, and you get the app absolutely free. You get the uh, 50 latest episodes of the podcast for free. And if you want the entire library 
almost a thousand episodes of the Harland Highway, uh, you can become a premium member for $20 a year. That's it. $20 a year, and you get so much entertainment. Thank you to all the premium members. And from time to time, I post special special things just for the premium members exclusively. Hello. Um, so it's a really good deal. Also, if you want to uh, write to me, you can... Uh, Write to me at harlandwilliams.com. Or if you get the uh, the app, it has everything on there. It has a direct link to writing me. It has a direct link to phoning me. It dials the number automatically. But if you don't have the app, you can call me at 323-739-4330. 323-739-4330. And uh, I might put your phone call on the show. So uh, don't be afraid to call, man. Um, and that's it. December's coming up. We'll have all kinds of Christmassy stuff happening on the podcast in December. I'll probably end up singing another Christmas carol to all of you, and I'll be, who knows what I'll do, man, but uh, we're going to have fun. We're going to celebrate the holiday. It's a magical, beautiful time of year, and uh, it'll be awesome. So that's it for today, gang. Thanks for being here on the Harlan Highway. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. And until next time, chicken chow mein, baby.